I actually hate that intro more than I hate anything <laughs> on Earth at this exact <laughs> it precise is moment. Twilight Zone of intros, I sort of got. I always think we're gonna get sucked into a dimension. Staring blankly at the wall. Why does it not stop? <laughs> I should yell at him for talking. You're not supposed to talk yet. <laughs> stop! You never even warned them. <laughs> never, yeah, and then I yell at everybody, and they're just like, "I'm being quiet again." Sorry. <laughs> well, hop on. Give the damn intro. <laughs> Come on, okay, today with my voice squeaked. Today on the podcast we have Garth Jones. He wrote Cheapest Skips, and he's got another book coming out. And the title is I can't remember. Home oh my Gr- god, man! Homebred <laughs> vampire bullets. <laughs> this podcast sucks, man. <laughs> you got, it's homebred vampire bullets, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yes, I uh, I have it like sitting in my in my inbox, ready to be arced, and I just forget the title. I forgive you. It's all right. Yeah, uh, it's nine o'clock where you are. I hope you do, because I'm sure it's going to be an absolute banger, and I'm really looking forward to getting into it. I'm looking forward to hearing what you think. Yeah, that was a nice moment. Yeah. It was. It's Yes. Um, we don't talk about books here, do we? We nope. don't, but... No, that's but cool. We, but we do break the rules, and like cool. later on, we'll break the rule, and like Let's you can just, like, yeah. you can just like yeah. self-promo yourself, like you are like no the way. biggest like Never. piece of marketing meat at the grocery store. <laughs> The high price. See what a high price is. Don't sell yourself short either. You're going to be craft American cheese, not like great value. Mm. I don't know if you get that. Brands in Australia? I don't know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some fairly dodgy ones. Yeah. Or recently changed anyway. Again, in case you haven't noticed, our guest is from Australia. So in case that wasn't clear already. (laughs) Yeah, we just, yeah. We're Americans, so like all we can think about is how cool it is when someone's not from America. We're spending some time in New Zealand, and uh, we got I got on the flight with my daughter, and the first Australian accent I heard, I actually physically recoiled after five months of delightful Kiwi accents with their nice (laughs) rounded vowels, and then I heard our shocking accent and (laughs) broke out in the cold sweat. So, <laughs> the other side. Well, I'll have you know that it is actually my favorite accents of all the accents. Really, I, like, I love the way you guys say no, like nah. no. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't. I can't say it's the same either. Like I've practiced, and I'm like, I can't get that down. I think it's just because I'm not Australian. Mm, we do a big yeah, nah. We like a double negative. <laughs> it's like well, it's like here in California, like no, yeah means Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah no means no yes exactly yep yeah Yeah, so you get it (laughs) it's very hard west virginia we say g oh yeah jeet it (laughs) did jeet it jeet it it means did you get it and you just say jeet it you say hail what the hail (laughs) what the hail that's cool yeah (laughs) i don't really say hail i say hell but sounds like hail i guess hail (laughs) Hey, you're saying hail. Oh, hail. <laughs> I went to the fair today. I went to this fair in Southern Ohio today. It's the Meigs County Fair. And there was this little boy. He was every bit of like maybe seven. And just this little boy. And his mom goes, 
hey, where do you want to go sit? And he went, I don't want to be in the sun, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, I couldn't stop laughing, it was super precious. I, I, I saw you guys are having the uh, Kids Mullet uh, Championships at the moment over there. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, were you, you were you attending, Damien? Was it that that sort of fair? Or <laughs> what do you wait? There, was there mullet you, I haven't heard of this, but mullets are so in right now. Like, I don't understand why. There, it's mullets, and there's like glasses. Viper pit viper like is the, that what it is? But the wraparound guys. Yeah, they're like um, Bears? they're like they look like um, real like. They look like when you get oil in a water puddle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. But they call them they call them speed dealers in Australia. In uh, you can sort of draw the conclusion on who wears them mostly. <laughs> speed dealer. So, like my one little bit, my one little bit of Australian knowledge that isn't wrestling is to make the reference that I feel like the chats would wear those glasses. The which ones are the chats? <laughs> right, <laughs> Smoko. Smoke eye. Yep. Yep. They'd be wear they they would totally wear those glasses. Tradies. Trades people, yes. Yeah, yeah. They're the guys. Oh so, so like I'm so lost. <laughs> I'm just nodding. You can't see me, but I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you're so right. They're like a, they're like an Australian punk band and they're like The chats, yeah, yeah. They're from they're from Brisbane actually, where I am at the moment. Oh nice. Like yeah. I yeah. like I like a lot of their stuff. I really like Amel and the Sniffers too. Yeah, they're cool. They're from Melbourne. Yeah, they're like kind of the same, like I guess quote unquote scene or whatever. But I've heard like the chats were like a record label put together, and I'm just like, I don't care. Like it's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the chats uh, are supporting Guns and Roses when they come here in November, which is a really? pretty pretty crazy get for them. That's insane. I think they're second support. Um, that doesn't make yeah. any sense. It makes no sense whatsoever, considering what Guns N' Roses look like these, these days and sound like. <laughs> Especially considering what the chats sound like, like they're yeah, going to exactly. go up there and play pub feed. <laughs> exactly. It's this bizarre. <laughs> I wonder if Slash has ever actually listened to them. I actually would believe Slash may have. Or yeah, that was a Duff thing. Is Duff still in Guns N' Roses? I think Duff might be the one that's actually got some range of taste. Yeah, because I know they used to cover a Misfits song because he wanted them to. Yeah, and he's sort of been at the sides of other punk projects over the years. Yeah. Yeah, Duff. It's just when you've got the main payday is Guns N' Roses. Um, I guess you can do that sort of thing. Well, I didn't think anybody else got paid except for Axel. <laughs> He just pockets. He just pockets it. He's just like, oh, here's the check. Cool, thanks, boys. So that, that's for me. <laughs> that's what. That's what he turns sixty. Does with all the podcast paychecks. Oh yeah, He's the podcast right. paychecks are huge. Yeah, all third, all like, like. I don't think we've made third. a whole penny. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't even think we've made a fraction of a penny. Do you have a p- Patreon? No. Have you gotten that yet? Absolutely should. We should start something. I don't know what it would be, We just barely made websites. Like, just barely. Like, I don't even think they're a week old yet. (laughs) Oh, my website is so rough. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) We're really bad about, like... You you don't have a Squarespace sponsorship yet? 
No. You can't do the tag at the top or the, no. <laughs> the Patreon and the Squarespace and the pillows? No, we got nothing. You're, You'll get just, there. It's all right. We're really slacking. <laughs> we're just two dumb people with too much time on our hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, two people who... Uh, who should quit right now? I quit. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that episode. I'll go ahead and send it through post production and call it a day. Shut the po- podcast down for success. <laughs> episode <laughs> eight. We went out with a bang. <laughs> it went out with just a light flutter. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's get into our questions now. So oh. we just ask, should we just go ahead and ask about the spiders and bugs and oh, all the yeah. all the wildlife that all of America, all everybody <laughs> listening that's an American is going to go. But we can have big spiders. Mm-hmm. You guys never, spiders. you guys don't have passports anyway, do you? You never leave the mainland USA, so it's not a you know, no one's going to come. I'm tr- I, I'd like to though. <laughs> It'd be <Please>. good. <laughs> it's true. I would like to. <laughs> I think it's getting increasingly the case you're going to have to. Um, yeah. This this, this this episode is really just a cry for help. <laughs> Get us out of here. We just want these help. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to run like a trafficking, yeah, human trafficking from the States. To... <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I will be first in line. <laughs> Full disclosure, he's not he's not doing that wink, wink. It's only us that he's doing it for. <laughs> None of you are allowed. Satire, satire, satire. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so are the spiders the like really? Huh? I'll tell well, you all the horrible things first. Then fire away. Okay. <laughs> We'd like we to know, like, like, I guess the spiders are they really like that big of an? Like, are they really number one? Are they that big? And are they really like that big of a problem? Uh. They are that big, but I mean, you know, yeah. you go to a uh, you go to a natural history museum or whatever, and like they're not tarantula size, uh, mm. but they're generally, you know, you know, a, a huntsman spider, which is not poisonous, might be the size of the palm of your hand. Oh, oh, okay with that. You said it's not poisonous. Not poisonous. They don't have the enough uh, fang uh, talk to actually pierce your skin. Oh, I'd probably um, pick it up. They oh, just look pretty terrifying. Like, do they like? Do they crawl into bed with you? Like, do you wake up yeah, and it's man. like, oh my god, yeah, they, just, you know, you, they just hang out, you know, just to run. Oh no! You know? Oh no! <laughs> it's like me. It's like me with I the mean, jumping the, spiders. The terrifying <laughs> ones, are the, like the redbacks, which are smaller, black, and have like a like a sort of deep red sort of marking on the back, and they're you know they will sit. We used to have you know the outside toilet was a big thing because that's how primitive we were thirty years ago, and. <laughs> Yeah, literally, they would like hang out in the toilet, and if they bit you, you know, it's a very fast trip to the hospital, or you're in a lot of trouble. <gasps> uh, oh. Cool, cool ones called white tails that will just sort of like necrotize your flesh. Um, oh, so you need yeah, <laughs> yeah, to sort of just rot your flesh if you get bitten, and that'll expand out to the point that you uh, get medical attention. Oh. Um, <laughs> Cool ones called golden orbs that aren't that harmful, but like like to just like they create huge sort of spiral shaped webs in pathways, so you walk straight into them and get sort of tripped. Uh, and they do some really yeah huge huge webs, and yeah the, the webs are golden. They're the main ones up here in Queensland at the moment. 
but you know, you just don't pay any attention, honestly. Yeah, you're probably so used to it. Like it's sort of like normalized, you know? The one that I always oh, see that, that scared me so bad was the funnel web. Mm. They're not so common. I think it's more of a southern state sort of thing. Yeah. Sort of uh, Victoria, uh, South Australia, down the bottom of the country. So that's where I, 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 I'll just avoid that. You avoid. Yeah, avoid that. <clears throat> Come for the warmer climes up north. Uh, and then you've got, you know, uh, you know, we've got plenty of pythons, diamondback pythons, brown snakes. Uh, a friend of mine's dog um, got in a fight with a brown snake and was bitten and survived and managed to uh, actually kill the snake in a very metal moment. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Let's have the dog on the podcast. Looks <laughs> <laughs> <some> great stories. <laughs> She's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good snake. <laughs> She's fought a goanna too. Yeah, she's got. A heap, yeah, she's got very good stories. Dusty. Um, <laughs> Dusty, how cute. Why do I feel like that's the perfect name for this dog that killed a, a poisonous yeah. snake? It's a it's a <laughs> pit bull cross. So you know, it's got some. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some pedigree, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like are kangaroos like around? Like, do they just like? Hop around. This is, this is the question she asks. Yeah, she yeah, uh, well, I, I grew up in uh, where Mad Max was filmed uh, in Broken Hill, um, and oh, yes. yeah, out there, absolutely. Like they would, Ugh. you'd find them in your backyard. Emus, oh, kangaroos uh, would come onto you, and <laughs> yeah, they'd, they'd come onto your property, or that you'd, you'd see them in the, in the middle of town. What do you do? Like, do they come after you? <laughs> like, do they leave you alone? <laughs> You generally keep a keep keep your distance because they will hit you or kick you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot three, and some of them as tall as me. Uh, oh my god! Jesus Christ! To, you know the Reds. Yeah, they will they will actually physically fight you if you you know get in their way. <laughs> Can you imagine just getting your groceries and you're getting beat up by this six foot three kangaroo? <laughs> There are, there's footage out there. If you Google, uh, there's a guy who fought one um, a, few, a couple of years ago, protecting his dog from it. I was literally oh about to mention that video. Yeah, he runs up and just hits it with a right hook. Yeah, <laughs> it just looks at him like, "What the fuck? Did you just punch me?" <laughs> that's that's our, the, the the most Australian Australian we have. That's our ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> he's in charge of everything. He is. He's our prime minister. He's. Uh, he, yeah. He runs everything. <laughs> yeah. I've only seen a kangaroo once at the LA Zoo, and it didn't do anything. It was just like laying there. It was hot. It was laying under like a kind of like a sprinkler. And I was just like, okay, like you seem pretty cool, but then I see like these videos online of these like kangaroos just like fucking people up, and I'm like, I don't think they're that nice. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they are in plague proportions, I guess you'd say, out there. <laughs> you know, in the, in the outback, there's a lot of them, and you know they do they do hunt the dog food, um, so they're probably they're pretty pissed off too. Well, yeah, you know, I would be pissed off. I'd be mad not, as hell. Like, it's one of the few, you know, they're on our national coat of coat of arms, but we still, you know, make them into dog food. So that's sort of like the weird sort of <laughs> contradiction there. <laughs> it's our animal, but we also, yeah, um, cull them and yeah, feed them to our dogs. 
<laughs> oh my god! Like, <laughs> so there's the romance, romance of the outback for you. <laughs> you guys seen Wake in Fright? Australia is like the most wild place ever. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the film Wake in Fright? What is it? How about that? It's called Wake in Fright. It was made by the guy who Ted Kotcheff, who they, who went on to make Rambo: First Blood. No, no. And it's set in the Australian outback in the early 1970s. And it's about an English school teacher who basically goes completely feral, uh, loses his mind in this small uh, mining town. Uh, yeah, it's like um, uh, sort of uh, eco horror. Interesting. Very good. It sounds like- uh, terrifying. It was made, again, it was made where I grew up. So it, it probably says a lot um, in terms of. <laughs> You know, it sounds it like out. it's about me in 10 years, an English teacher who doesn't lose his mind. It's not a great idea. <laughs> it's not a tourism ad. I'm going to have to see this now because I'm, I'm very interested yep. in these wild kangaroos everywhere. <laughs> and there's a lot of kangaroo hunting in that as well. So, you know, just prepare there's yourself not, for that. There is not a oh. single kangaroo in Mad Max, is there? Not a single one. Not a single one. They've all been wiped out. Oh, is that what the gimmick is there? I'm not sure what the backstory is on that. Um, It's just, you know, like if you ask George Miller, he'll just say, there is no backstory. Why does everything have to have a backstory? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's a prequel to Furiosa. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like you're either the best filmmaker or the worst. I can't decide. (laughs) Why is Chris Hemsworth in this one? Well. Why? um, Babe Central, I I guess. I don't know if this is like a dumb question, but Babe Central. Um, <laughs> but um, like, do you like do, like are kangaroos like food? Like the way like cows are here? Uh, like, they they are. Yeah, you can actually make kangaroo steaks. Yes, she can't get past. It. I was wondering, like, I can't. I'm so like <laughs> I've never given so much thought into one animal before, and now I'm like, <laughs> no, I eat it. <laughs> it's like they're, yeah. They're, like, do you eat them? They're legitimately like the equivalent of like a deer to me that I see every day. And he, you're just yes. so fascinated. <laughs> Honestly, right? He's like, this is the most boring animal. And I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> we've got echidnas. We've got like monotremes. We've got all sorts of animals that can self-reproduce, you know, uh, lay eggs, marsupials, kangaroos and marsupials. Yeah, like you got like the wombat, right? We've got platypus. To okay. lay eggs and self, yeah, uh, yeah. There's heaps of uh, wacky, sort of um, almost prehistoric sort of stuff we've got here. Hold on, yeah. Platypuses lay eggs. Yeah, man. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> I did not know that. And they've got poisonous red, uh, red yeah, feet as well. Yeah, it's, it's one of their defense mechanisms. Is the the poisonous webbed claw talon sort of thing they've got. Flipper. We we always get into weird animal conversations on this podcast, and I thought the whale deer thing was the worst thing I'd ever yeah, learned, but weird. I'm starting this... to think I was wrong. I'm, more, I'm way more fat, uh, fatified. <laughs> I'm way more fascinated with the platypus now. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Like, what are they? Are they a, they're not a mammal then, are they? No, no. They're, mars- they're marsupial. Oh. I think. We're just all <laughs> my, my biology yeah, recollections are fucked up, so yeah, maybe we'll check the Wikipedia for that later. <laughs> we're, we're asking you like you were like like I'm a, I'm a biology botanist. expert, Garth. I'm here. A like, as well, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Animal Hour with 
expert Garth, and you're just like, I don't know. They're just like oh, things that work here, man. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm literally Googling about kangaroos and it says, why do kangaroos drown dogs? <laughs> what? What? It what says, why do kangaroos drown dogs? <laughs> I guess because they're angry. I have no idea. It's the food thing. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's like YouTube memory. I'll have, to, yeah, my own I'll have to check it out later. But yeah, it says, why do kangaroos drown dogs? Okay. Oh my god. So, they just know. So you said. So here's a here's a drastic change of pace. You said you grew up where they filmed Mad Max. Was it like the little town where Toe Cutters Gang rolls into? Like, is that a real thing? Well, actually, I sorry, I should, I should say Mad. I should say Road Warrior for you guys. So Mad Max Two. Oh, okay. is where they, Yeah. Uh, the first one was filmed in and around Melbourne in Victoria, and around a few small towns there. Mad Max Two was shot. Uh, in Broken Hill and Silverton, which is a small uh, mining town, about 20 k's, which is 10 miles, I guess, for you guys? Eight miles? <laughs> we don't <Broken> know. <laughs> we're, yeah, they shot we're not- uh, two, two and three there, and then they obviously didn't shoot Fury Road there, but they've gone back there now to shoot Furiosa. Nice. So that's, uh, yeah, Broken Hill's a mining town of about 20,000 people, huh. and it's the mo- most physically remote town i think from a major capital city in the country it's about 600 kilometers yeah i just i've always just for whatever reason thought they just like went out into an open field and filmed that movie (laughs) like here it is growing up out there yeah i mean you know when we were kids we could run out in the bush and there'd be like empty open mine shafts and things like that it's just yeah it was a real no man's land uh (laughs) pretty terrifying that's honestly kind of like i don't know and it's probably just like filled with poisonous platypus and spiders. do you know what yeah, a i'm not is? done with the spiders either do we know what a goanna no, no. It's, a, it's about a two meter lizard that lives in trees um so, yeah, right, so yeah. to us that's a six-foot lizard. A six-foot lizard uh, <clears throat> that m- will eat your cat if uh, the cat... <laughs> Wait, and it lives, it lives in a tree, like in a tree, like in your backyard? Uh, well, if you live sort of it more regionally, like, you know, they, they won't come into the sit- into cities, but, yeah, if you lived in a, a smaller regional place or in the bush. You uh, said, and it, it will eat, eat your cat, cat, and my cat jumped. My cat legitimately <laughs> jumped. What's your cat's name? <laughs> Uh, this one is Everest. Sorry, Everest. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're he on the other side. Like, he's a giant. He's like, it's all right, man. Whatever. <laughs> he's a giant lizard. I, I'm trying to imagine like a six foot lizard just walking around. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> and they're fast. <laughs> That's a no for me. Really fast. I, that was my next question. Like, are they like typical lizard fast? Because that's even worse. Like, you, do they chase people? Not people. Not people, so. Oh, that's good. At least. Come and steal, yeah, they'll steal food from your campsite. Or they'll, uh, yeah. I do know of them having eaten people's cats and things like that. Yeah. So. Uh, but they won't do the spi- humans. Uh, do, the, do any of the spiders there, like, chase people? <laughs> <laughs> she is not. She, it's either going to be spiders or kangaroos. <laughs> the, thing you, the thing you learned growing up here is if you leave a spider alone, it will probably leave you alone. Uh, 
So yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they're not. Gonna, they're not going to bite you without a reason. Mm. They need to be antagonized. Um, like, how do you get it out of your house? Do you just let it like live there rent free? <laughs> We're a biohazard, too, you know. <laughs> he is never going to talk to us again. <laughs> He's like, like, I'm just thinking, like, the great PR like, for the country. It's all right. <laughs> recently, I had a spider get into the house and into my apartment, and this thing was maybe like the size of like, I don't know. I guess I I don't know like what would be the equivalent to a dime in Australia. I have no idea. Uh, like a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. Yeah. Okay, there Four we go. Point. Yeah, it was yep. maybe like the size of like a dime, right? And I threw my shoe at this thing two times, finally nailed it. It fell on the floor and I was still so afraid of its dead body. I left it there for like two weeks. Oh, dude. <laughs> Would weeks. not even sweep the damn thing up. Like eventually I looked and I was like, oh, another spider must have come and taken it. Nice. As long as it's not here and I didn't see it. Like really I could not imagine trying to remove this like palm-sized spider from my house. Like, <laughs> reanimated. Right, it's back. You'd hear me screaming. You'd hear me screaming out there <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and I'm, then like boxing a kangaroo or something. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not that afraid of spiders. Like I just they don't bother they don't they don't bother me that bad. Like they well, I don't know why they used to bother me real bad, but here in the past few years uh-huh. they just haven't. And now I'm like trying to catch jumping spiders and make them my friend and stuff like i just i'm falling with them now why they're cool no they're interesting they're they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> we had a scorpion we had a tank full of scorpions at a uh my the last place i share housed before becoming an adult um <laughs> we had like a terrarium full of scorpions that we'd uh with a black light on it which was our uh yeah it was a surface upon which stuff happened, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had scorpions were the things we kept. Yeah, yeah. I stepped in a pit of them once out in oh. Vegas when I was like twelve, and uh, my foot swelled so big; it was so painful. Like, I do not recommend being stung by a scorpion ever. <laughs> no, pass. No, absolutely. <laughs> It was awful. <laughs> like those fuckers hurt. I don't think I have scorpions in West Virginia, so I think I'm okay. I don't think so. I think they're pretty much like in... It's a desert thing. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Yeah. I think they're pretty much for the most part like out in the desert. But I didn't want to assume and then someone be like, actually, and then have to find out something even worse. I already know enough. I know too much. Like I'm I'm still like trying to get over the kangaroos. I'm not convinced they're like not part people. Kangaroos. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so commonplace to him that that you're just so... (laughs) I'm I'm never going to (laughs) recover. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> okay. So, but we can well, let's turn in to... answer to your question, we can go outside. Yes, it's relatively safe most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like how his answers are always like probably, maybe. <laughs> you you can take the trash outside without getting killed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. Uh, yeah. When when summer hits, you know, you'd probably yeah best stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> It's warm. I saw this video once of this guy like in Australia and he had like a house with like really big glass windows and there was a kangaroo on the other side just punching the windows and I was like, what if he got inside? You leave then. (laughs) It's officially your house, house. kangaroo. It's his house now. He's pissed. Exactly. Are they fast? Like, can you outrun them? 
Um, you could probably outrun them uh, over a short distance, I'd say, if you, you know, to get to your car or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I don't think they'd actually chase you without a good reason. They and just want, yeah, I mean, they're pretty, I mean, they're pretty relaxed, really. Um, they yeah, just, they do know. They, yeah. They just want you to know that if you fuck with them, they, that you will find they will, out. Yeah, they will fight back. Yeah. yeah. Realistically, though, like my dumb ass would be out there, like, come here. And then goodbye, Kira. <laughs> She's no longer on this podcast because she died. There's quite a way to go. Though. I would definitely try to yeah. bet it. Good obituary, murdered by kangaroo, you know. There are worse ways to go. No, yeah. well, probably. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Um, our first question is from I Eat Pigs. She asked, what's the weirdest food you've ever eaten? Weirdest food? Hmm. Um, I reckon I probably had a witchetty grub when I was a kid, which is as which is indigenous food. What is that? Uh, yeah, we, we would have been in a <clears throat> Cub Scouts or something, and they would have been teaching us about bush, bush tucker. And the various things you could eat to survive if you're lost out in the outback, and it would have been a, they're pretty chewy, sort of like proteiny sort of grub sort of thing, I guess. Uh, Does it grow like on a tree? They live on trees, like, yeah, or leaves. Okay, like yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a bug, I guess. Oh, insect. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. A good source, of pro- <laughs> a good source of protein. Uh, very rubbery. I like how like uh-huh. I like how, I like <laughs> we've we've managed to combine the two things that we've become known for weird animal facts and weird food, food into one thing. Uh-huh. This is my kind of episode. <laughs> I like I also love yeah, how I like don't... the scouts over there actually do something like that makes sense. And over Survival? here it's just like right. Yeah, we're going to build these cars out of wood and race them. I guess if I'm ever trapped out in the woods, I could figure out how to make a little car. Yeah, we have like yeah. the little like derbies, like you like make a little car and send it down this little track. Wow. It's a- Interesting. Yeah, well, I was in Girl Scouts when I was younger, and the only thing that I remember, like, really doing was learning archery, and I'm like, when is this, when am I going to use this? Like, <laughs> why would I need to use this ever? And I think it you- never came in handy. Well, don't speak too soon. I mean, the kangaroos. Your hunger games can't be far off, really. Yeah, we. we you know what? America, they're, you're Kira. absolutely right. We live in Kira. That might, we live in Kira. We live in America, Kira. That might come in handy. Yeah, you know, I take that back. I should start practicing. Unfortunately, oh, God. far more AR-47, AK-47s and <clears throat> AR-15s and bows and arrows. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't stand a chance. <laughs> no, I, remember, I remember we went to, I went to scout camp one time and they told us, oh man, they like, the only thing that I remember doing is they threw pennies in the bottom of a swimming pool. And like whoever collected the most what? pennies won. Yeah, like that was what we did at Scout Camp, and we did that thing where it's like Red Rover, Red Rover, send so and so over. 
And this kid got absolutely like demolished clothesline and I could not stop laughing. And they said they were going to send me home and they sent me to like the like office cabin thing. And I was like, just laying on this couch. Like, I'll just fuck it. I'll just go to sleep. I'm eight. Who gives a shit? And, (laughs) and these two like older guys, like to me, they looked like they were like whole adults, but they were probably like, you know, 15 or 16 camp counselors. And they sat down and spun these chairs around and turned on Baywatch and they were all stoked to watch Baywatch. And I sat up and went, Whoa. And they both turned around and looked at me and told me to go. So I didn't get sent home to <laughs> camp. <laughs> Shout out Carmen Electra. Thanks for that. <laughs> and that would be that was the year, was it? Right. <laughs> I have no idea if that was even who was on it. <laughs> No, I think you're thinking of Pamela Anderson. I don't I think Pamela right. was on there later, wasn't she? Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. There's just like a, yeah, it's just a sort of um, catalog for like seedy 90s rock stars, girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Like, so thanks. Thanks, whoever was the popular one that year. It was actually, it was actually David Hasselhoff that got me out of that. So. <laughs> Hoff. It might have been. Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see did we what have you eaten any weird foods lately damien yeah damien me well i yeah. i went to the fair i you said are damien. i oh I, you ate that pop tart i ate a deep fried pop tart and that was interesting <laughs> i and saw I had... those i saw that those deep fried strawberries on the menu and i was like ew but also i would try them i didn't see that or i definitely would have tried that like that would have been pure like Appalachian fairground cuisine. Definitely. Like what are we yeah. to think. Do you have sheets in California? Oh. Sheets? What? Yeah. It's like a gas station. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just asking what else was it? What what was at the fair? What were you checking out? Well, one of our friends, their daughter was was racing motocross, so we were going to watch her, and we just, like, the fair that we go to has, like, well, that we, I say go to, like, we go every year. This is the first time I've been there in, like, a decade. It's, like, two levels, and the bottom level is just, like, tractor pulls and motocross and, like, all that, like, stuff, and the top level is just this hell of rough carnival rides, heat, Bad food and like booths selling nothing but Trump flags. It sounds horrifying. <laughs> it's miserable. <laughs> it is miserable. And I'm, part, I am here for the for the crappy rides, though. You know me. I love death defying rides because I might actually die on them. <laughs> and the worst part is, it costs you eight dollars to get in. So you pay eight bucks to get in, and then you pay eight bucks for a sandwich. So you're in this thing sixteen dollars, and all you've done is seen a bunch of Trump flags. <laughs> what's, no. what's what's the mood over there in terms of uh, you know we'd see the news here about him having the nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago and all that sort of shit. But what's Ugh. the sense there? Is he going to make a comeback or is he going to go to jail? Or is um, something about um, It's a lot calmer here than it probably should be, I would say. <laughs> like, no. A lot of people are just kind of like, yeah, that sounds about right. And like... <laughs> he was selling nuclear I'm, secrets to the Saudis. That's fine. That's, you know, that's, that's cool. That's what presidents do. Well, that's it's normal. like the people who support the guy 
will always make excuses for him. Like, they'll find out he did that, and they'll go, well, he's a good businessman, that's why he did that. <laughs> and you're just like, holy shit, though. I don't know what treason is, though. Don't worry. Yeah, like, holy shit, though. And, like, you'll try to explain it, like, there was that video where he said, where, like, he... he he was talking about how he wasn't racist and he was like, look at my African-American and like pointed to a guy that worked yeah. for him. And everybody here is like, no, that isn't racist. He was just stating a fact. It's like, what? He literally insinuated yeah. that this man belonged to him. Like what? There's no, <laughs> there's no dark history of anything p- pertaining to that in that country or ours, you know? Like, no, 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 not, not, not at all. That was a perfectly fine thing to say, right? Like, they try to act like he's, like, doing stuff, like, genuine, but he's just being a racist shitbag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's an Australia fact. Uh, The oldest person to ever be prime minister here was 67 when he left office. You guys. Wow. You guys, on the other hand. Yeah. What's up up with all your 90-year-olds? They're the ones who have they're the ones who have all the money. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's like they're the ones who are just stripping me of my rights, RIP. <laughs> it was yeah, nice while they were here. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to know them for yeah, a little bit. You'll, uh, within the next couple of years, they'll probably like not let you vote. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm gonna end up right back in the kitchen, unfortunately. But that's where I'll be barbecue sauce on my Alfredo. <laughs> Oh Jesus! And crying and scrolling TikTok. You might be in, a, in the in the shipping container on the way to Australia with the trafficking. I will be. He will. Yeah, he, Garth's gonna be walking down the street and be like, "Is that Kira standing next to the kangaroo?" That's awfully close. I told her to leave them alone. I very specifically told her. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will definitely. I, I will not. I will not be wink wink on my way to Australia in a shipping container. <laughs> I guess or the here's, FBI agent listening. I, 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 I guess here's my like my end of the episode <laughs> question that I'm going to ask now. Like, is the perception in Australia of America as bad as I assume it is? Oh, good question. Uh, well, well, uh, knowing heaps of nice Americans, we know that it's not a complete shit show. But I think your institutions are probably. 15 years advanced on ours in terms of how corrupt they are. Ours are pretty bad, yeah. but you guys certainly, you know, are leading the way. Uh, I guess yeah. you know, the, the things I read and the things I listen to and the things I watch sort of skew in that sort of like, <clears throat> you know, the empire is shitting itself to death and it's, yeah. it's not the citizens' fault. It's the it's the institutions that are just like, you know, eating themselves alive. Um, and it's, it's, it's grim, hey? <laughs> Yeah, I literally saw a um a back to school uh ad the other day uh in Texas and it was a kid wearing like full tactical gear and yep. it was like don't forget to bring your gear for your first day back to school and I was like, "Oh my wow. god." Like I'm on the inside looking at this and I literally thought to myself, "What does everyone else think of us?" Yeah, I mean, like it, yeah, I mean, it's it, obviously the amount of um, you know, gun violence that's been in the media for the last 20 plus years, like I guess the spree mm-hmm. stuff really kicked off in the nineties would have maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's, you know, I talk about it with my friends and it's just like, it's that, that's totally normalized in our heads now that like, that's just what happens with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we, have, we haven't had a 
we um, basically banned automatic weapons in 1996. Here, uh, there was a there was a massacre in Tasmania of about I think it was just roughly 40 people, and the government, yeah, just outright basically bought the guns back from people and banned them. And there's not been any incident since. <laughs> Funny how that happened. Uh, oh, gee, wow. and they wow. said that that's impossible. Yeah. Wow. We need, I need a gun to defend myself, man. Uh, or I need half a dozen or like a full, you know, cachet. Of- a full, like, wow. Yeah, like it's insane. Yeah, no, that that's, yeah, I, I think like, I was even talking about that with Damien recently. Like I don't like even like to go anywhere out in public because I'm like, we literally had it happen not far. Well, in the same town oh, I live in now, a couple of years back, um, before I lived here, uh, there was a, a shooting at a festival. But um, yeah, like I don't like to go anywhere or do anything because well, I'm it's like, you just really hard. To, yeah, I don't I mean, want to end up on the news. All yeah, that, all, all that talk of your freedoms, like you know, that doesn't sound particularly <laughs> like you've got much. Like, yeah, you're yeah. constantly living in fear of like one of your fellow citizens going ape shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's so crazy because people here like they won't let it go or think about like how, like they don't understand how it can change. They don't think like, Oh, well, okay. I just won't have this gun. They it's, it's almost like their identity is tied to it. Like they're like, but if you take away my gun, you take away my me. And it's yeah. so depressing. Yeah. I mean, what yeah, I find- meanwhile you're taking away my literal rights, but that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're right. Elsa's right for being infringed. Sure. But yeah, like by not being alive, <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. well, what I find yeah, really egregious is like you guys with your, you know, you train preschoolers now in like, you know, active shooter drills. Yeah. You know, my daughter was going to having earthquake drills in New Zealand because they're, you know, and I've, that's, that's mildly terrifying, but yeah, teaching kids that yeah. like, yeah, it's just. Yeah. We have those here uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. They call yeah, them. Like, no, yeah. And I've been doing shoe school, school shooter drills since I was a kid too. Like, man, they've been around forever. It's crazy. Uh, and just the, the constant rabbit holing of like, you know, well, we need more security guards in schools. We need the teachers to be carrying guns. That's like, yeah. uh, mm, I think we're going in the wrong direction on this guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, should we take, shouldn't we like back off, back up on the guns a little bit instead of like giving them to everybody? <laughs> It's just a little. It's completely <laughs> wild. Yeah, I mean that's that's the the perception. I mean, you know, and in I, mean, I guess Australia's had a conservative government in the sort of um, you know we had we just basically had our George W. Bush era, I think, or maybe a oh. combination of Bush and Trump with the um, oh. the last decade or so. Oh. So we have just yeah, in parallel with like you know, not that I think the Democrats are much to really. Uh, cheer about in terms of but you know you guys have had i guess some wins with the infrastructure bill and that sort of stuff to a mild extent yeah but yeah, yeah. we've just got uh, it's very <laughs> yep it's very little victory and very big like the victories that our country makes in the way of like rights and building better things is just completely overshadowed by like banning abortions now and like yeah it's just yep. like you gain an inch and lose 500 miles. Yeah. And the Supreme Court sounds like it's going to do the um, the state-based voting rights before the next presidential election, right? So they'll be able to actually... So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Like, seriously. Jesus. <laughs> As a democracy... I mean, by the same token, we've just found out here that our former Prime Minister 
secretly uh, took over the portfolios of defence, uh, treasury, home affairs, and a whole bunch of other things uh, during the onset of COVID and didn't tell anyone. So he just basically signed all the powers of government to himself. And oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Huge power, yeah, huge power grab. Um, it's just come out in the media now after he's left office. That he was essentially oh, running nice. a, basically like a tin pot dictatorship. He could have done what he wanted at any time. That's scary. It's going great for every, oh, democracy everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going great. Everything's it's, cool. It's fine. We're all fine. <laughs> yeah. <it's great. laughs> did you enjoy just... the new print in the movie? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> In real time. Something, eh? <laughs> we just watched that and it happen in real time. Yeah, this sucks. Anyway, did you see the new Predator? <laughs> That's literally what it's like. It's like yeah, like you're, you're so unfazed now. Yeah, like things happen and I'm just like, oh. Well, anyway, what's happening on TikTok? Well, I did think the Sandman was a very average adaptation of the source material, but you know. <laughs> 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 it's so bad it is so bad okay um, let's see um that's that's Brian's question. i don't even know if he did ask a question but it's gotta be lighthearted. <laughs> brian yeah okay all right let's go through okay um let's go to brian so uh, brian g the barbarian because he likes his play on words Very he asked um Burger Bay, <laughs> he asked. My friend spent a year living down there. He was a surfer. Are the waters as dangerous as he makes them out to be? Uh, well, in certain spots, I guess. Uh, there's definitely good surf beaches where you won't get sharks or box or jellyfish or anything like that. Uh, where was he surfing, I guess, that's the question. We don't I'm not know. sure. Don't he didn't say. He doesn't elaborate. You're lucky that he only asked one question and not 17. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't harass us. he didn't harass you this time <laughs> i grew up in the desert so like the water's not my my environment really uh my partner wishes i would uh go to the ocean more but no i'm more of a desert sort of uh kid but uh, i stay away from the ocean completely. yeah i'm not a huge fan of the ocean i will go into it for a while but uh yeah not not my first destination of choice I won't even go ankle deep in that thing. <laughs> like, that's okay. I'll pass. <laughs> and I grew up right by the ocean and I'm like, no. <laughs> by a river. You got yeah, like we... creatures and monsters in yours. You better be careful. <laughs> yeah, I live by the Ohio River and it's just like, it's either really blue, really green, or really brown. There's no in between. <laughs> what color is it at the moment? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I couldn't tell you right now. Earlier, I think it was brown. It looks like throughout the day. It just looks like yeah. It it just looks like a river of chocolate milk most of the time. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Um, We have some weird questions. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Denver Grenell, who asked. I don't know how to. I don't know how to pronounce this last word, so I'm gonna try. But he said. Ask him what was the last time he rode the pushy to the Ari A H R E E. I think they Ari Ari. I think he means the pub. Denver's a Kiwi um, from uh, the south in uh, near Wellington, I think. And he's got a book called Red Ruin that just came out. That's worth everyone having a look at. Oh, nice. uh, it's a uh, post-apocalyptic uh, survival uh, story with a female oh, lead. Nice. 
It's launching on Thursday night in uh, Wellington, I believe. So this is probably will come out after that. But yeah, it's it's worth checking out. Yeah. Nice. Uh, The last time I did that, I will do that in probably three hours' time, Denver. It's Friday midday. Uh, I think Friday 3 p.m. I'll be at the pub or the bar, as you guys call it. Is a pushy a car? A bike. Oh. A bike. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking it was like thought, playing for I'm not sure if I'm right heart. about that being the pub, but like I, that's a fair, it's an educated guess. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, ask him I'll ask him later. I was thinking a pushy was like a shopping cart. It's a push bike. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense now. Yeah. It's yes, so funny, like Jack different Denver's words book, in different though. places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I really like that. Yeah. Pushy. I'm going to start pushy. calling everything a pushy. A pushy. Oh, God. A pushy. Free macaroni. <laughs> going going the, pretty interesting areas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a pushy. Ooh. Let's <laughs> see. Who is you that? that pushy down here? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Beware the moon asked, is Tiny Kangaroo Downspore a love song? <laughs> Do we know about that song, the song, what the song is? Do you guys no. know? There's a I mean, there's kids a entertainer. Uh, this will probably get dark too, unfortunately, but um, there's a kids entertainer called Rolf Harris from Australia who sang hmm. that song in the 1970s and it was very, uh, yeah, like hugely popular Um Rolf turned out to be uh, a friend of Jimmy Savile's, uh, oh. and we'll just leave it there. I think yeah, <laughs> not, we'll it's not that. a love song, no. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Yeah, you've seen that documentary, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We'll leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> She's googling. She's gonna go ahead and make it dark. Oh! Oh! oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just go ahead and Google kangaroos and move past that one. <laughs> right. Okay, let's see. Moving on. He, he, played a thing called a, he played a thing called a wobble board, which is basically just a piece of like cardboard that would make you yeah when you when it corrugates, it makes like a wobbling sound. I guess that was what we had to. That's what we grew up with for entertainment. A wobble board. <laughs> Like a piece of board that makes a noise. <laughs> Wobble next to a microphone. <laughs> these are the these are the things you can have when you're not growing up worrying about your ass getting shot off. That's not funny, but I'm laughing. That's, oh, we have, yeah, so we have bad. the <laughs> Your ass getting shot off. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's see. Uh, Creature Kids Books asked, what food is an important part of your life you literally wouldn't be you without it? Uh, as a vegetarian, my my source of uh, protein is and omega-3s is uh, salmon. Salmon is my, is my go-to. Uh, but simply salmon, yep. <laughs> salmon. Do you like salmon, Damien? Me? Uh... Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever ate the salmon. We've got really good <laughs> salmon down here. It's probably yeah, it's, uh, Tasmanian salmon's pretty excellent. I've cooked it before. I think 
Yep. I've only had it once and I liked it. And then I had it again and I didn't like it. So I think for me, it depends on how it's cooked. Barbecuing, it's quite good. Don't you don't you leave it until like the skin or scales peels off yeah. the top? Yeah, it sort of like loosens off. Yeah, yeah. You don't Very you good. don't flip it. No, no. You just leave it on. Interesting. I'm not big into seafood. Same. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I stopped eating meat about six or seven years ago. So it's the one thing I've got in the back pocket is just fish. <laughs> Sorry, fish. <laughs> <laughs> I can draw the line. Of fish. <laughs> yeah see like over here that's like that's that's weird to me because like over here fish like is falls under the vegetarian like well we yeah i mean it's pescatarian really i guess yeah oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah so i was like gonna that. say i think they called that pescatarian here yeah he's just like uh yeah you get out of jail free card for a bit of uh yeah semi fleshy assumption yeah I have a friend who who was vegan. He was vegan for a while, and we lived in Southern Ohio. And like everybody fishes, and I was like, I have never been fishing, and I still have never been fishing. And he was like, We gotta go fishing, and I was like, Dude, you're vegan. And he said, I'm nice to animals all year round. I could be mean to them for one day. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> mad. He's just, he's just oh. walking around kicking cats. <laughs> Punching dogs. <laughs> yeah, I can be mean to him for one day. Veganism is very, very hard. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's I worked hard. for a few years, and it was difficult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a rough one. Even just you know the you know just the financial outlay of actually maintaining that diet, like it's pretty pretty intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's all it's damn near impossible to be like if you aren't upper middle class here i would say it'd be damn near yeah. impossible to be yeah. strictly vegetarian oh, yeah. or vegan and do it healthy like you can do it and just be like well i'll just have peanut butter and jelly on wheat bread every day but to like be healthy yeah, yeah it's a but yeah it's, it's a real privilege to be able to eat that um pickily i guess or have those that the level of morality applied to what you eat yeah uh, yeah, yeah you gotta go all in budget wise Fruits and vegetables are like no joke, which is just insane. Yeah. I've... Like, even me, I live like in like straight up Farmville. And you would think, like, because I have like access to them, you know, like our food literally goes all over the country, but yet it it's still so expensive, yep. even though it's like right in the field. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, the supply chain stuff's crazy. Like, you know, something might get, you know, grown literally next door to you. It might, you know, then get put on a truck and sent all around the country before it actually gets to you. Mm hmm. Like it's pro- yeah, yeah it processed is. in another state. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just insane. I'm like, come on, like it literally smells like manure and garlic at night. Give me the strawberries for free. <laughs> come on, <guys. laughs> I've suffered enough. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, let's see. Carlin McKaney asked. Uh, okay, so this one says, "Why do you call mates cunt and cunts mate, and who won the Umu War?" <laughs> Who won the emu? The emus did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have been—you guys have got a different re- uh, relationship to the word "cunt." I know because we, yeah, it is a term of affection here. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. like here. It's like yeah. a like. It is super bad here. Yeah, it's like when you have you are at your maddest, like, uh, <laughs> and like, your lowest. <laughs> it is like a I mean, cancelable offense. <laughs> 
it has been reappropriated and sort of yeah given i think you know it's become less acceptable more recently i think as obviously like things have clamped down in, in the culture yeah but it used to be yeah it used to be a pretty common uh term of affection uh yeah that is disappearing i suppose now yeah there's <laughs> um we're all watching what we a- say there's a wrestler from New Zealand. She did like a live like Q and a thing and she said it and she was like in so much trouble because people were like, you can't say that like that. And she was like, I just, sorry, I forgot that it's like common for me, but not for you. I think I've in, in the new book, there might be one. And I do remember actually going back and like cutting down the usage. Cause I knew I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> I think there might be only one usage of it in one of the volumes. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to have another look. But yeah, it does. Yeah, it's more taboo. I think it's becoming more taboo again. Yeah, or it's been yeah, sort of uh, has been reclaimed uh, by feminism as well. Yeah, in, in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Which is I'm what I'm trying to think of. Like, what's a swear word we have here that's like bad, but people use it all the time in a non-bad way? Like an endearing way. I don't think there uh. is any. <laughs> Listen to me, uh, English teacher. I don't think there is any. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, but yeah, no, I can't think of anything that like is like common. I don't know. Like I mean, people, uh, the, you guys with your fanny pack is always very funny to us. What fanny pack? The fanny pack. <laughs> the fanny pack. <laughs> because yeah, fanny in. In more modern, or in, in English slang, or you know the UK, that 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 is vagina. Uh, is it? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys going on about your fanny packs has always been hilarious to us. Fanny pack, that's funny. I'm never going to look at one the same again. Should have wear them in the first place, you know. Um, <laughs> a fanny pack, and backpack. like how funny that they're worn in the front too. Yes. <laughs> yep. yeah. Let's get a backpack, you guys. Come on. Just... <laughs> oh, there was oh, that's a... a good question. Like, huh? I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, is there anything else like that? Like, where you look at America and you're like, that is hilarious. Like, just because, like, of wording or just in general. <laughs> um, it's nothing I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, like, I find. The, you know, the, the quintessential American tourist is always entertaining who will be wearing a fanny pack and the, you know, the mismatched everything. Like you can just, you know, you can pick uh, the um, people getting off cruise ships. Uh, you pre- it's pretty easy to tell where they're from. Oh, no. Yeah, I feel like that's Florida, true. Florida, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Even I can tell they're, Florida. they're from Florida. I'm like, oh, no. It was actually um, the week that COVID arrived in Australia. There was a cruise ship that, uh, yeah, in Sydney that arrived with a yeah a bunch of uh, American tourists on it. That actually was the the beginning of COVID in Australia. Actually, uh, <laughs> and we were down yeah, there at the time. Were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. You did it. <laughs> and of course, they were from Florida. <laughs> but of course, our government just let them in. So, so you know, <laughs> Jesus. But that, yeah, they could actually pinpoint exactly when it arrived in the country and it was a cruise ship full of, yeah, mostly American yeah. <laughs> Wearing how, how, like, how, number one, like, 
you show up and you give people COVID, but you do it while wearing a fanny pack. That's right. <laughs> and probably not good. Well, they yeah. had to put they had to put it somewhere. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggle that COVID in. <laughs> yeah, that's. Is there anything that we say that's weird? Like, like you know, like earlier you just explained pushy is bike. Like, is there anything that we say that you're like, oh, that's weird? Well, I think the thing, I guess, because our culture is so like closely aligned with yours, you know, the the prevailing Western pop cultural influence is America, so we don't really bat an eyelid at any much language wise because we've just grown up with it, and it's sort of like. It basically sort of overwhelms our culture <laughs> to a large degree. That um, makes sense. You know, it was just like it's sort of homogenous to us, you know, like Joss, you know, going, you know, growing up with like Joss Whedonisms and stuff like that. And then, you know, the Marvel movies and those sort of cultural artifacts all just, yeah, just sort of sit over the top of ours. And yeah, it's, it's second nature, really. Yeah, I've always wondered well, that if that was like just because I live in America. Or if that's how it is, but I've always felt like American pop culture and like movies and media and entertainment just kind of dominates the rest of the world. And I didn't know if that was just because I was here. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, cult- the cultural hegemony is that, like, you know, the states has the yeah <clears throat> waning, I guess, because of you know Chinese cult. You know, we make movies for China now. You know, the Chinese market and things like that. But yeah, it's still the dominant form of culture around the world. And we, yeah, we just don't really. Yeah, we're sort of like. Um, proxy americans in some senses because we just yeah it doesn't yeah we don't really notice at all i mean i'll I'll be interested to see what you think of the book because it's got it leans heavily into australian vernacular and yeah we'll see if that translates for you guys i i know when i read cheapest skips a lot of stuff was like i would just read a sentence and go fuck is he on about and i have to go like i would google i would google it like what does this mean and then i'd be like oh and a lot of it really like it might just be like a credit to you but a lot of it was really like contextually made sense instead of looking it up like you could just read a sentence that you knew was slang and you'd be like oh okay i think i get what that means i think yeah i think that's what the the new one will hopefully achieves it's like you get into the rhythm of it over the first 20 or 30 pages yeah that's a good way of putting it like a rhythm like i genuinely felt like i got into a rhythm that's yeah that's great that's that's what i was hoping to achieve yeah because um yes i I mean yeah the new project uh yeah i mean it's been through like 20 drafts and i've tried to soften the edges a little bit but it's still pretty gnarly in a lot of senses so yeah we'll see how it how it goes with you guys i'm I'm definitely definitely reading this now like I need, I need this. <laughs> I need all of this. <laughs> My favorite thing that I always tell people about cheapest skips is when you finish, like when you finish reading the story, you do that little QR code and there's Garth just sitting on a chair. Like I was going down to the pub and fucking story. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the, next, the next one has got a soundtrack by a guy from Seattle called um, John Shork. Who's uh who's writing a score at the moment for it. So you'll be able to set up the Q, hit the QR code at the start of each section, and the score will sort of take you into it, oh, which damn. is very very fun. Uh, the stuff he's sending back is really really cool. Sort of um, John Carpenter uh, meets Tangerine Dream, sort of prog metal crossover stuff. <laughs> nice. 
I love that. That's cool. That's unique. Yeah, it's like an experience more than just like sitting there and reading a book. I love it. Yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, the, the new ones because I'm a like lapsed graphic designer as well. Like the new ones got, uh, yeah, a, a more graphic elements and like messing around with typefaces and like typography and graphic elements as well. Because it's sort of, yeah, it's just really enjoyed doing that sort of world building stuff. And I think you know I'll be interested to see how that translates for people when they read it. Nice. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that, huh? Like books can be different for other for people in other countries to read because of, you know, the way you talk or what you explain. I never thought about that. And now I'm over here like, huh, <laughs> I need like, to reread mine. <laughs> even just state to state, like in America, it can be that way. Like I can mm-hmm. read a Lansdale book and it just feels so Texas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Next time in my book, I'm going to put, yeah, no, and no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> so should. They can figure it absolutely, out. Absolutely. You should. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see huh what and your next book damien you need to put those um what are they called again pizza rolls no pepperoni rolls <laughs> i think they are i think i've put them in there before Have you? I think so. i'm gonna highlight every time i see it <laughs> i can't remember as your merch pack yeah, yeah. As your oh man that's a good idea make like a like mer- like start sending recipes of how to make like pepperoni rolls with my books when i sell them like autographed copies yes yeah that's the one yeah <laughs> and I'm a like can of fanny pack in every story and a can of mountain dew <laughs> fanny pack has a pepperoni <laughs> roll and a can of mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> i tried to get condoms, condoms made for my pack uh for this one but uh they're fucking expensive to actually uh manufacture unfortunately but I was oh my god i I got this movie a while ago. It's called The Necrophiles. And I opened it, and I'm not kidding. There was a condom for the movie in there. And I was like, all right, yeah. cool. <laughs> I, I, went, I was trying to source them, but they're just like, yeah, it's like $5 a unit or something. It's like just not worth it. Um, Damn. <laughs> I tried. That I, got, been... I got guitar picks, and I got other stuff. But yeah, uh, condoms, yeah, out of the budget for the time, though. <laughs> For the time being, he's not ruled it out. For now, I'm not saying no in future. (laughs) It's just for now. Just for now, we'll see how this goes. All right, let's see. Uh, Brie asked, uh, "Do you think if anything is possible, it's still possible for anything to be impossible?" (laughs) Kind of like my pay grade, I think. That was deep. <laughs> oh, why not? Why not? That was too deep. Who's <laughs> like, making us all think over here? Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts. We had a serious conversation already. Can somebody ask about like Bigfoot or something? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um, Tally is our final question, and she asked. What is Australian cuisine like? What foods do Australians eat daily? And does it differ from what Americans eat? Does it differ? I think portion-wise, there's less. Uh, we don't have big meals, I guess, <laughs> would be my perception. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, a standard diet still like, you know, um, most people would eat red meat a couple of times a week. Uh, there's probably a bit more of a focus on like cleaner eating and all that sort of stuff now, but I don't think there'd be huge differences in the in terms of the diet. Um, 
I know my nephews both basically just live on KFC and McDonald's. Um, so it's a cultural <laughs> touchstone for everyone. That was going to be my question. Is there still hi, like... Hi, Declan. Hi, Kai. <laughs> that was my next question. Like, yeah. Is there is there like KFC and McDonald's and stuff like we have? Yeah, like it's complete. Yeah, I mean, there's that sort of monocultural element of like, you know, there's all the same shit or very close to, you know, Burger King's called Hungry Jack's here. Um, <laughs> they, they just bought the they bought the branding, but not the name for some reason. Um, but yeah, KFC, McDonald's, uh, Taco Bell, yeah, across the board, it's pretty much yeah the same the same years available. You guys, that's it. There's Taco Bell. I'm moving. Stop that's all I needed to know. <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's a huge bummer. <laughs> that's, kind of a bummer. <laughs> that's what I mean. There's just this like Western monoculture that like you know just like just pops up in every suburb. <laughs> it's just the same stuff. America really is just taking over, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> not when the best thing we have to offer is KFC. I think you mean Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, true. Stop right there. What would be um, the... Do you... I don't... What would be the what? I don't know. We keep doing this again. <laughs> we had a good two weeks without <laughs> it, and now we keep doing it again. Back to your food. It's, it's what we do. We're so bad at this show. <laughs> as you found out from the get-go. <laughs> 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 um shit what was i gonna ask uh oh because since damien wanted to like bring it back to bigfoot do you guys have like cryptids there like your own well funnily enough version? uh the first Fuck chapter yeah, of homebrewed vampire bullets volume one which you both will read imminently has a bunyip in it which is a aboriginal australian myth uh these little creatures that lived in the creeks and rivers of uh West of um, sort of, uh, northern Victoria, and they yeah they're essentially like a um, sort of reptilian man eater that would oh. emerge from the swamps and just eat people. Yeah, the bunyip. Which but one's the, bunyip. the like? Which one is the Bigfoot equivalent? Like I know you have the, what, the, the yowie. There's yowie. a yowie. Yeah, the yowie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've got there's yeah a bunch of really cool indigenous folklore that doesn't isn't super well known but yeah there's they've got some pretty cool monsters i really i really 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 like the drop bear (laughs) the drop bear i don't know what it is about him but like there's that book i think it's called soul survivor and it's about the drop bears and it's it's just like this is insane (laughs) is that wait is this zachary ashford yeah yeah that's it yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, hi Zachary too. I'm supposed to meet him for a beer at some stage. Um, <laughs> nice. He's around in Brisbane too. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Is this yeah. is this like a real animal or is this like a it's maybe a, real animal? <laughs> it's an urban legend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's basically like a giant koala that jump that falls yeah falls out of the tree and mauls you. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the book koalas- is like a. Not be bothered doing that, believe me. Koalas are the laziest little uh, teddy bears. They sleep They're for twenty three so hours, right? Yeah. Yep. They're so sweet. My daughter, um, she watches this uh, Australian girl on one of the streaming services. I can't remember which one. I think Hulu. And uh, her and her mom rescue um, 
koalas and they're so tiny and precious and they oh. just seem so sweet <laughs> yeah they are very cute. i want one yeah <laughs> but they have huge, huge claws too so <laughs> yeah 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 i did notice that i was like mm, yeah. i don't think i'll be holding you <laughs> i like the I'm pretty partial to the flying fox there. And they mostly had chlamydia too, koalas, just for the record. Um, they've all got, yeah, they've got, yeah, just as a endemic uh, a condition they've got. Yeah, they have chlamydia. Koalas so have chlamydia. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, such a dad joke. <laughs> what? What part was it that? Oh, because the way I say chlamydia. Chlamydia. <laughs> That's just genuinely how I say it. I say chlamydia. I don't say the chlamydia or whatever. I say chlamydia. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I was like, wait, my pronunciation? Yeah. I was like, dad. We joke. said they had big claws, and you were like, chlamydia. Nope, that's just yeah. how I say it. <laughs> I want to pretend now, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Wrapping it up um, on chlamydia. Yeah. Yeah, chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just just your just your good old STD. Um. Uh, what were we saying before that? Oh yeah, no, but yeah, back to back to. I guess what would be your your favorite like cryptid anywhere in the world? Anywhere in the world. Oh. Mm-hmm. I do want to stick with the bunyip, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to Got go to. regional pride. Yeah. 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 It was uh, just, you've really shamed me because I never say to moth, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 20 minutes I mean, away and I'm like. He, is, the, is the moth man regionally yours? Yeah. he's tw- He appeared like 20 minutes away from where I live. And like I live by the festival and the museum and stuff. And like I'm all about the squonk. He's my favorite. <laughs> What's the squonk? The squonk is from Pennsylvania, and he's just this little pig dog looking thing. And he cry all he does is cry because he's so ugly. And oh, if he, man. It's, it's so relatable. And if he gets too upset, <laughs> if he gets too upset, he'll cry so much that he turns into just a puddle of tears. Oh, that's <laughs> that is like <laughs> He's so he is so ugly. He's cute though. Like oh, he's face. it's all scrunchy. He's adorable. He is. What he's about you, Cara? Me, <sighs> Wendigo. Wendigo for sure. Yeah, cool. yeah. That is my favorite. Like I just I love the way they look and how like brutal they are. And I was recently asked. I did like an interview with a friend, and uh, she was like, "What is the most like misunderstood like?" Um, uh, I think it was cryptid was the question, and I was like, "When to go? They're just hungry. <laughs> it's not their fault. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> they're just hungry. <laughs> they're just, a, they're just a, a little hungry." <laughs> yeah, I, I've always had a fascination with them, and like, like I said, just their look—they're just so, and then just their story—it's so devastating and sad, and just all around terrifying. And I would love to meet one in the woods. Love it. <laughs> With your kangaroo. With the kangaroo. With my kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> the kangaroo will protect you. Your bodyguard. Kangaroo bodyguard. Yeah, could you imagine a, what a killer fight would that be? A kangaroo and a wendigo <laughs> in the middle of the woods. <laughs> I think the wendigo would possess the kangaroo and that would be the hat. And then there's the yeah. army. Yeah. Yeah. Kangaroo and army. And there's the, oh, God. <laughs> 
And then we'll be happy. Jamie, get to writing. I, I want to read this. <laughs> then we'll be happy that we have all these hillbillies with like machine guns. <laughs> when to go possess kangaroo. Give them something to do. <laughs> the one time that their their excessive guns would come in handy. Say <laughs> so we saved the whole nation. Yeah, but that's just making up for some other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you have anything else you want to ask, Damon? No, I I asked my political question and got all serious in the middle. So I'm yeah. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit depressed now. Yeah, yeah, it kind of drug us all down, and now I want to go lay down in the river and just cry. Well, I hope it's not. You're a squonk on. Yeah, turn, just turn into just turn into my natural form of the squonk. <laughs> all right, well then, Garth, why don't you tell us where, or tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, Self promote yourself like you're the good cheese and not the bad cheese. Be good cheese. Uh, yeah. Um, my website is pasttheamel.com, and in the next few weeks, pre-orders will be going up for my next project, which is called Homebrewed Vampire Bullets, and that's going to be three novellas, volumes one to three, coming out quarterly from Halloween. And it is a mongrel punk road odyssey. <coughs> set in an alternative Australia uh, and it's pretty fucking bonkers. Uh, you can check it out on um, on Twitter and Facebook and sorry, Facebook, no, no, uh, Instagram at Pass the Amel as well and there's heaps of material there you can check out. It's, <clears throat> yeah, it's a pretty wild ride and I think uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to reading it. I'm excited for that. You it can, sounds so good. Damien, do you want to hand over the ARC to Kyra? Yeah, I'll, I'll forward it, actually. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah there'll be lots of stuff that. happening. Uh, there's going to be a soft launch uh, in mid-September because I've got a uh, special edition uh, that I'm going to release first with a illustrator called Simon Sherry doing the cover work. And then there'll be a whole bunch of other things rolling out up to the release date at the end of October. Um, nice. And if you... you are interested in having me on your podcast or whatever, anyone else, uh, you can contact Anthony at soderandtelepaths.com and he'll hook that up because somehow I have representation now. I don't understand. Oh, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> Look, how special. Look how special I, I know. am. <laughs> how bizarre. You were just like, hey. I'm just, I'm just tagging along. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what happened either. At some time, yeah, I was just like, oh, hang on. We're going to pop it out for me. Okay, cool. We we did it. We're special. We got him. You got it. Yeah. That's right. All right. Um, you, guys. you can find me. Uh, where am I? I am on Instagram at midnightbooks underscore and coffee. Uh, I am on Twitter at Kira Renee Writes, and there. Uh, my link to my website is in my bios on both, so you can click that and find TikTok and books and short stories and all that i'm just still at the alien i i do have a Jesus website Christ. now which is damien <laughs> damien casey rules with a z and no e yes.com <laughs> and that's where you can find everything that i have done which not a lot of people seem to want to find which is fine and that's why i'm at the alien you're, Bye. Prolific, you're very prolific <laughs> bye